Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Who's doing the intro? You do Ra- it. Rachel should do it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Hey guys, welcome back to Internal Conflicts. Um, no. Wait. <laughs> no. 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 You need to be enthusiastic. Like, you need to act like you want to be here. So. I don't want to do the intro. Then don't. Hey guys, welcome back to episode four of Internal Conflicts featuring your hosts, me, Rebecca, Sarah, Miriam, and Rachel. Were we going to talk about the academic scandal? I don't want to talk about that, sorry. Why don't, why don't you want to talk about it? Because I am let's talk about Let's talk about why you don't want to talk about it. Okay. I don't want to talk about it because I'm serving in the Army, paying off my bachelor's degree. I earned my degree. So I don't want to talk about how some rich people and their parents... It's not just white people, too. Let's be clear. Um, Nobody what celebrity did I see? Huh? Nobody said anything about white people. Well, no, the media is saying is only talking about white people. What are you talking about? The media is focusing on are white they? people. Yeah, they are. They're focusing on what's that uh, lady's name? Lori from Full House. They're focusing on her. I think they happen to be white, but no one is saying that this is a white scandal. Yeah, they actually are saying it. When I think exactly. of it, I think of it as a white yeah, I mean, scandal I, too. I don't think. Yeah, they actually are. What was that? Mm. <laughs> well, hopefully you can. <laughs> Hopefully you can edit it out. <laughs> okay, back to the scandal. Okay, so, to Sarah, I'm, to find... I'm, I'm sorry. I have, I have some feedback. The Is it about first my laugh? only... My laugh? Yeah, like, you, you just keep laughing. Like, I don't know what's funny, but stop laughing. I agree. Like, like, literally, I agree like, with that. Nothing's you funny. Well, I think, that the la- I think that her laughing is helpful since I'm not laughing. And Rebecca laughs sometimes, so it's okay to at least have maybe one or two people laughing versus like no but, one. But it's, it's the laugh something's the funny. Way I laugh, like I, like There's I like no joke. Exactly. My only yeah, like, we don't know what she's laughing fun. at. I mean, it's fine. There's I mean, no I, I don't know. I I feel like it's fine that she's laughing. My only critique is that I just wish the laugh was like more like it wasn't like a <laughs> like you know like a sniff and like all of that. I just wish it was like a laugh, you know, like a regular laugh. Exactly, because nothing's funny. So why is she laughing that hard? I don't know. I find things funny. You find the scandal funny. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I didn't hear anybody talk about how this is a white scandal. That would be very racist. Politically incorrect. Okay, there's racism in this world. Just get with it. Like, you, you seem to want to shy away from not no, wanting but to talk to about say race it, relations. To say that on The View, like, all these white people... I don't think it is what it is. True. 
the black community. Yeah, I think I think it is what it is too. I mean, it sucks to think of it that way. And just last week we were talking about Jordan and I was saying, let's not make this the black and white thing. And now I'm kind of contradicting myself. That's just how I think of this situation versus the Jordan things. I really can't remember the black celebrity that donated millions of dollars to his daughter's college. I don't I, I don't want to name, you know, miss name drop, but that's why I'm saying that it's not just a white scandal. But to get back to the root of what we're talking about. Oh, I just wanted to just make a comment on that is that it's good to have like a laptop or your phone in front of you so that you can actually like look it up really quick. That's exactly like, what I'm know. doing right now. That's exactly what oh. I'm doing. I saw it on Facebook. Okay. I, I don't want to cool. say the wrong name. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about it either because I didn't go to college. Like, none of us went to college except Rebecca. So, none of us are passionate about I, it. I'm actually currently in college. Right oh, now. I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, none of us graduated from college except Rebecca. You don't, you don't, it's not about graduating really. It's more so about, yeah, it's about getting you're in. putting yourself through it. Right. It's about no, this is, it's not a case of graduating. It's a case of getting in. It's just me that has never tried college. Getting in. So, okay, getting so I just don't care. Is, well, Miriam is right. It's not just about going through it or graduating it's about getting in these kids got in because their parents either donated millions of dollars basically because their parents have some sort of celebrity status so it's not just about going through it one way or another yeah rachel you might not have tried college but sarah has tried it miriam has tried it we've all so like i i just think I it's didn't an try it i'm actually completing it right now okay sorry so it's not yeah. like a try i'm like doing it got it Okay, well, I don't know can we, else. like, did anybody see the movie Us? No. Yes, I did. I saw it last no. night. Can we, can we talk we about topics that, that we all can contribute to? Because so far, college, I have nothing. Us, nothing. Okay, it's like, okay. It's okay. Like, you can just well, say yes or no, yes and then we can I just, I just don't want to be silent throughout this whole thing, because cause I'm really we're, just scrolling. Yeah. We're going to throw you in I there. Feel like... We're going to throw you in there. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like the first podcast that we did, I felt like I couldn't contribute to anything. And then as I thought about it, I felt like you actually can contribute to everything. Just because you didn't experience it doesn't mean you can't contribute. You can always give your theory on what it would be like if you did. You can put yourself in that situation. Maybe if I did go to college, how would I feel if I were in that situation or whatever? So I do feel like you can contribute. But I do feel like talking about us, I mean, if you didn't see it, there's what can we really say about it? Yeah, yeah okay, movies, fine. So. But it's not that scary, to be honest. But going back to the college thing, like Miriam was saying, Rachel, you are actually attempting to get into college. You're taking the SATs to try to get into college. So you can have an opinion on the college scandal because these kids are not taking the SATs from what yeah, I have seen. Or you can also I even make a comment on why didn't you try college? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to comment, but you're telling me what I can make I know, a comment but I was, on. I'm I was giving you a question. All right, well, thanks. Anyways... Um, yeah, I know that I'm trying to get into college right now, but I just, I guess I just don't care, to be honest. Like, it doesn't outrage me. I'm still going to be successful no matter what. I'm really just worried about myself at the end of the day. And I don't care what other people are doing. I love that. And that's exactly how I feel. I wasn't outrageous by the college scandal either. I didn't even want to read articles about it because this is, this is, this is life. This is America. This isn't the first time rich people are doing things to get over. So why are people surprised? It may not affect you because you know you're going to be successful regardless, but just imagine trying to get into that exact school and finding out that other students were accepted and you were not. They should have my okay, mindset of right. just like still still trying to be successful themselves and like they should have a carefree mindset like me. 
yeah, you just want to think about how that would affect them. If that was a school, that might have been a school they actually really wanted to go to. They probably had all of their plans and their just everything lined up to go to that school and to find out that they couldn't go after dozens of other students could go, then yeah, that is unfortunate. Well, I mean, yeah. life is literally a rat race. So like, we're literally just like, climbing on top of each other just to get ahead like you probably do it in like other situations that you don't even realize that you're doing it in we all try to get one over on each other how about there are some students who are suing the college because they've gotten to another school and they felt like ucla was going to be stronger on their resume i'm sorry what yeah i'm not following there's a class action lawsuit against was the class action lawsuit against UCLA because these students that didn't get into UCLA and instead went to like Brown or Princeton, they're saying that UCLA would have been stronger on their resume and they would have been able to get more jobs if the scandal never happened. It's just like a domino effect. So they're suing UCLA for robbing their opportunity, robbing their future opportunity, robbing the opportunity of their kids. Okay. Does that make um... sense? Yeah, I'm reading an article about it right now. I don't, I, I don't really have anything intellectual to add to this. I, I honestly, personally think we should move on. All right. Sorry. I just wanted to say something about us, though, really quick. I really encourage all the listeners to watch that movie. I think that it forces the viewers to find a deeper meaning in the movie. I mean, Miriam, would you agree? Um. Yeah, I would agree. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little critical of the movie itself, but yeah, uh, he what's his name? Jordan Peele does that. He has now started a trend of all of his movies being like that. So now every movie that he comes out with, he's gonna have to come through with that. And I, he's also kind of like the not kind of he's like the Drake of cinema. Whenever he drops something, people are gonna see it. They don't care what it's about. They're just gonna see it. So that's why I'm critical of it. Well, I listened to him. I listened to an interview that he did, and I heard him. I heard the breakdown of the movie, and I kind of had a feeling that it was about looking at yourself, or like yourself is your own worst enemy, or something like that. But he also talked yeah. about like this duality, and how like when there's uh when there's an us, that means there's a them, and so that begins a conversation about separating yourself too much from other people, because it really just puts you wow. at war with other people. And um, the interviewer, she she said something about how the entire movie, there's, a, there's an essence of duality in the entire movie because the song, I got five on it, or I got I put five, I put nine on it, what's it called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it's all happy, and then in the end, it kind of slows down, and there's like this creepy, scary version of it. So I like how deeply he thinks. And sorry, one more thing. I watch behind the scenes footage because that's probably the only part of the movie. Like, I can't take horror movies. I thought 12 Years a Slave was a horror movie. So I watched some behind the scenes footage and it kind of preps me if I ever decide to watch the movie. I like watching footage like that because the entire movie is like, it's just, it's all effects, you know, like it's all like just running and it's, it's refreshing to see that it's fake at the end of the day. But I'm not going to sit in the movie theater and watch it and watch people get stabbed and watch blood and watch... Like, the possibility of doppelgangers running around trying to kill you. I'm not going to watch that. Okay, we get the idea. But I think okay. that what you said about... <laughs> I think what you said about um what Jordan Peele had said uh, about the whole duality. Did you say Jordan Peele said that or someone else said that? The interview said that and he kind of agreed, you know, everything's up for interpretation. Yeah, so I think 
that that was a great way to put it in the whole us first them. I didn't think about that. But I just want to throw something out there real quick. I'm actually um, writing a review on it. It'll be up. It'll be posted on my Instagram tomorrow. So be sure to check that out if you're interested. Um, and I just, like I said, I really encourage you guys to watch the movie because there's a whole lot of themes in there that I think um, just anyone can relate to. And it's really not that scary. I do not like scary movies at all. On a scale of 1 to 10, I think it's like a 4 or 5. Wouldn't you say, Mir? Well... I did think the movie was scary, actually, but I think that when I left the movie, I did not have a high rating for it. I was kind of just like, okay, whatever. It wasn't that great. But after much thought, I do think that, yeah, he did a good job. I would rate the movie pretty high. He, he did a good job. I thought Get Out was scarier. I think that his, oh, not at all. I think that what I appreciate most about Jordan Peele's work is that Jordan Peele, that's the name, right? I think that what I yeah, that's the second time like, you said that. So can you like respect him? Said like, what? This is rude. Is that that's his name? Like, right? oh, Jordan what's Peele. his name? Jordan Peele. Like, is Jordan? Peele. I just want to make sure I'm saying so, his name correct because I have that much respect. But the way you're saying it's like so. you're just like, oh, what's what's okay, his face? So like, I think that what I appreciate the most about Jordan Peele's work is that it's really artistic to me. So yes, and it's yes, not it like, is. It's not like too much. It's not like overboard artistic. It's simple and artistic. But see, some people felt like it was overly artistic. For instance, the rabbits. See, when I write my review, I want to mention the rabbits. I don't know what the rabbits mean. So here's a question for the viewers. What do you think the rabbits mean in the movie? They were a recurring theme, don't you think? Rabbit. I'm pretty, I, I mean, think that's rabbits. an easy question. I don't even think that's a question for the viewers. I feel like that's something you can look up right now. Well, okay, I, I didn't, I didn't don't, see it. I actually don't Sorry. even like having this conversation right now because I was planning on seeing us, and this is just ruining it for me. Like, yeah, I know. I, do, I agree. Expecting I agree. So, like, I, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I, I don't think it's ruining it. We're not talking about the actual... Yeah, I wouldn't want to have any type just, of conversation about You just mentioned rabbits, and, like, now that's probably all I'm going to be thinking about is, like, oh, my gosh. There's the rabbit Rebecca was talking about, and I'm okay, gonna probably miss out on fine. something else. Then think, look, when you see the rabbits, figure out what it means, because I don't okay, know what it means. But I just want to know, like, so you're doing this review for Instagram? Isn't there like a character what do you limit? Mean? Like, how are you gonna write a whole review, like on Instagram? Like, it's gonna be a post? No. Okay. So, all right. Let me clarify. And I keep saying viewers, but it's listeners, obviously. I'm doing it on my blog, so the link to my blog is gonna is in my bio. I'm writing it on okay. WordPress, and I'm gonna. It's gonna be link in my bio. Yeah, that was important to know. I didn't see the movie, but like, if I could guess what a rabbit's theme would be, it's that rabbits multiply easily. Is that? Wow, that's good. Wow, <laughs> that's really good. All right, so okay, let's move let's on. Move on. <laughs> okay, what else? Wendy Williams came back to her show. I don't want to talk about Wendy Williams. <laughs> actually, there's actually... I don't want to talk about Wendy Williams. I have something to say about Wendy Williams. I, I, was, I don't was Okay, fine. I guess we'll talk about Wendy Williams. I have, Rachel, here's, here's I have something to say about Wendy Williams. This just in. Kevin Hunter's mistress just had a baby. Is there any way oh. that you can up your voice just a little bit? Just a little bit? Can I'm you say that again? I know, I'm literally talking. talking. But can you say that same statement again? And can you say this? I actually just saw something about Wendy Williams. This just is. no, yeah. no, because I'm not gonna fake excitement. Okay, but well, this, this is for the faking. audience. This is you so, have to. This is for the listeners. Yeah. 
I'm like, just all about doing genuine things. Try it again. Try it again. Okay. You're sounding yeah. well, depressed. Try. You're gonna have to be fake. So just be fake right now. No, right. I want to be myself. But like though, my Instagram okay, feels but unapologetic. But really though, like the, the microphone is really killing this. Like there's no way you could scrounge. Would there be a problem if I was depressed? You can't scrounge up a pair of headphones. Topic. You don't got Bluetooth Kinda. headphones? No, I don't. You can't scrounge anything up from a junk drawer or nothing. She sounds fine. She sounds no, fine. The like echoing, the quality the echoing of her voice is fine. Like, I really I'm turning my mic on and off. Yeah, but it's it's like an issue when we're all talking at once, which is fine. Like we could all talk at once, but it just sounds like we're all piling on top of each other, and I really can't stand that. Well, if it's bothering you that much, like I think I we should let Rachel go through my laundry. Okay, just do your state. Say your statement about Wendy Williams. Um, I was looking at the shade room. Kevin Hunter's mistress had a baby. I saw that too, actually. I thought Wendy oh, Williams' shit. energy was very weird when she came back. Like, she just looked so awkward and skittish. And and then it turned out that she was been, quote-unquote, living in a sober house. So that saved the day. Yeah. So, yeah, the baby. Yeah. Well, can we just really? can we get back to the mistress? Yeah. That, that surprised me. Well, I'm talking about how she's recovering. Like, she spent all this time away, and then all she comes back, and there's this big elephant in the room, and she almost addressed it, talking about, you know, me and my husband are going strong. And then a couple episodes later, she's like, I've been living in a sober house. So yeah, it's, this is what TV does. It's a it's distraction. Like, Wendy Williams is the queen of gossip. Of course, she's going to know how to conduct damage control on herself. That's old news, though. I'm disappointed that the mistress is posting photos of herself and the husband. Rachel, did you see that? Yeah, I did. That's, that's duck really lips and all. Because she, yeah, she knows. Yeah, duck lips, and she's just proudly he just signs. posting pictures of him. First, yeah, first of all, like, he's some prize. Second of all, what woman is proud to be somebody's mistress? Yeah, that's weird. So, honestly, yeah, Sarah, I hear you about mm. her, you know, cocaine recovery. Because it was cocaine, right? That's what she said she was abusing. Mm-hmm. And she was in some sort of halfway house. Yeah, that's sad. But for me, what's most disturbing about this entire situation, I feel sorry for her because her husband, her, that's still her husband? They're not officially divorced yet, are they? No, they're not divorced. They're going strong, she says. Okay, I'm on Wendy Williams' Instagram right now, and somebody of, in charge of her social media needs to be in charge of deleting the rude comments. They never because do. Because Caitlyn Jenner got it down packed. <laughs> like, you, who is, she's posting about her show, and people are saying, so we just about to keep ignoring the leaked pics of Wendy's husband on vacation with his side somebody, chick. Like, that's, somebody they need said, to delete that. Somebody's saying, the shade room is out here reporting that your husband had a whole baby on you with his mistress. And they sent the link. Like, she don't know. People are legitimately ignoring her post and just commenting on her life. Like, and somebody, someone needs to be in charge of her social media account. Because clearly she doesn't care. Or she's not on it like that. Okay, she's going through a lot right now. Okay, we need to move on. Let's talk about um, numbers, okay? We're going to talk about marriage, like Rachel said. But I want to talk about numbers. Like, is this... Do you tell the person that you're with your um, your intimate history? Do you feel like that's something that you need to do? Is this something that they care about? Is this something that they should care about? Do you feel like you... Like, what do you guys think about that? What is numbers? I, I don't know. What, this, what does this have to do with? What is numbers? Your intimate, Your intimate history. Your sexual past. How many guys have like you had? Like your th- body count? Yes, your body count. Your body, your body count. count. 
Okay, I don't know. I don't know. These... Why couldn't you just say that? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, that wasn't a joke. Like, I, did, I didn't know that you call it body count. Do you call, do you call it body count? We're, I, thought like... body, I thought body count was how many people you killed. Like, body <laughs> wait, count. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. This is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Okay, so back to the original topic. Um, I the body count like... does not matter at all. Well, you had a couple of questions there. Do you feel like it matters? No, I don't feel like it matters. Is it something we should tell our partner? Not really, not unless they ask. I mean, it all just okay, goes if they asked me, If my partner asked me, I would ask him back, what does it matter? Okay, you know how many people I've slept with, okay? Like, what does that do? That doesn't do anything. I feel that when you enter a relationship, the only thing that matters is that you're going to be loyal to that person, that you're done with your, I don't know how to say it without swearing, your, okay, player phase, and that's it. That's just, you're just focused on the two of you. It doesn't matter who was in the past. Like, what what does that do? Okay, but when they okay? insist, do you tell them? Like, do you just be like, okay, does that mean, what if, they, what if they're like, oh, I'm going to understand, it's fine, I just want to know. What if their number is larger than yours? Like, what if they get you to feel comfortable about telling them? Then what? And that's do you, exactly do you lie? why it doesn't matter. That's exact. No, okay, I'm not a liar when it comes to relationships and dating. Well, I shouldn't say it. I have done some lying in the past, yes, but as I'm getting older, lying is something that I try not to do. So no, I won't lie if they insist on asking. But like you said, if my number is higher than theirs, okay, what are we going to do about it? Like you have to think about what, what matters. Like what's the end state? What's the solution to this? Okay, you know, and then what? And then what we do with this information? If, if a guy wants to be with a girl that, that hasn't been with a lot of guys, then if that's a deal breaker for him, then that should be the very first thing he asks uh, what, whatever girl he's seeing in the first few dates. But if it's, like, if it's not a deal breaker, then what's the problem? Rachel, want to weigh in on this? Um, I don't really, I guess I just agree with Rebecca. Well, I guess it just depends on the two people, what they're trying to do. But even so, what they're trying to do, what does a couple, what they're trying to do should be to build a family, you know, buy a that, house, maybe. House, maybe. Th those are the things that a couple should be trying to do. So what does a previous partners so have to do with that? So that's your opinion on like, that's not everyone's goals with their relationship. Some people think that the end goal should be marriage and some people like have other ideas for like end goals and relationships not everybody is of that same mindset okay you're right well i think getting married that's is true. like having a family like that you want that person to be your family when you just get married to someone that's your family but but, yeah, even but not everybody wants not, a family so some couples don't want to get married right that's rachel that's what you were getting at yeah some people don't want to get married, but either way, if a, a couple is together because they care about each other, either way, I just don't see the point of somebody, of your partner knowing the past because that's what it is. It's the past. If it was a recurring thing, okay, then maybe, but even still, then the focus would be, okay, then I don't want you to be with anyone else. It's not going to be the question of how many people have you been with. It's everything should just be I about the present. I think that this is a good transition into marriage, to be honest. So when it comes to marriage, like we were saying before, not everybody wants to be married and all that stuff. And I personally am one of those people that I'm not driven by marriage anymore. Maybe one time I was. I agree. I'm not um, 
big on marriage. I don't care for marriage. I don't think I ever cared for marriage, to be quite honest. And I realized that more as I grew up. Being, I don't think marriage ever did anything for me. I have friends that say that they like always dream about like walking down the aisle. And I don't really have those same fairy tales. If anything, the only fairy tales that I ever had was just kind of like like love. And even that kind of died out eventually. So it's kind of hard for me to see marriage as like a thing. Yeah, like a lot of women say that they dream about their wedding day. They plan, they've been, they plan their wedding day from when they're little girls. And I've never done that. And I've never thought about having kids. It wasn't until it happened that I really cherished it. I think that what I've learned from being married is that it is literally just like a legal contract and you want to be very careful about who you're setting yourself up with because it could be a beautiful thing and it could be really consequential. Right now I'm reading Becoming by Michelle Obama and I just finished the part where Barack Obama proposes to her and before he proposed they had this whole argument and Barack was of the position that marriage isn't important. He doesn't understand why people get married. And I'm of that same opinion. Like, I think that people just get married, like, for the title, just just for the, like, fairy tale. Michelle really wanted a family and all that jazz. And so when he proposed to her, like, he wasn't doing it because he wanted to. He was doing it, like, for the sake of her because he loved her so much. And it was, like, a small sacrifice on his part. And so... I feel like I'm going to be the same when it comes to the future. I would get married a second time. I would get married one more time and then that's it. And that's only because I'm in my late 20s. So I feel like I still have an opportunity to give that kind of love a try. And so I'll give it a second try and see where it takes me. Because I did enjoy being married. And I think also a part of me, it's sort of like a religious thing. Like, I just don't really want to be shacked up with someone not that there's anything wrong with that, just me personally. I just have like those like Catholic values drilled into me where I just can't be with someone unless unless there's going to be like a, a concrete plan. Yeah, I think that my views on marriage is the same as yours as far as the religious aspect because I feel like really the primary reason why I want to be married someday because we kind of grew up think, thinking that it was a bad idea to have a child and not be married when really... I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So I think that a lot of my ideas and beliefs on marriage is stemming from how we were raised just in Catholic school and whatnot. But as I get older, you know, since I'm also in my late 20s um, and I still haven't found the right partner, well, every time I think I do, you know, it, it burns in, into shambles. But yeah, I just, my ideas on marriage are changing. I think marriage is important um, if you're, in America because if, if you're not married then you can't make decisions for your husband drastic decisions such as if you were like dying or something yeah the wife if illegally I, I disagree but that's you don't have to disagree on it because that's literally a fact that's why that's some of the reason why gay people were fighting to be legally married in this country because they were not able to make those decisions because there wasn't nothing on paper for them to say that they were married so you can disagree with it but it's facts then what is the power of attorney? But that's not the same as being married. So how? So the reason why gay people were so offended is because if they love their spouse, their significant other, I mean to say, if they, why would why should they be okay with just making their significant other a power of attorney when that's they want that person to be their husband or their wife? 
So they don't want they don't want to diminish their significant other's role to power of attorney. They want it to be no, this is my husband or this is my wife. Yeah, which goes back to like people caring more about the title than like what the actual like But it's okay, but it's not about okay. the title, it's about the fact that it's for okay, if we're talking about, you people, about whenever Rachel heterosexual yeah, you can't interrupt until hey, I just wanted to say, I was just going to say, you can't interrupt her. Whenever yeah. she speaks, you have to let her complete... pause it first and then go. Okay, I'm, it's, it's kind of hard because I get passionate. All right? Fine. Well, yeah, well what I was trying to say. can even trying... call it. What was the word? Oh, forget it. Okay, we're just going to let that roll over. Look, anyway, like I was saying, the whole, the reason why gay people were fighting is not just because so they can get the title it's because what makes heterosexual people better so that they they can get to call their significant other husband or wife and get those legal rights but gay people are diminished the power of attorney it's not about a title it's about the differences okay so you can even compare it to racism back in the day white people had certain rights black people had certain rights women back in the day women couldn't vote so, but maybe they could do certain things when it comes to government law, but they said, no, we want to vote. But if I was to compare what the, what women went through as far as voting to, to what you're saying, you're basically saying, well, why can't you be okay with what you're allowed to do in government? No, we want to vote like men. I just want to go on record and say that I have no issue with gay marriage because right now you're like coming at me like I have something against gay marriage. I just have like my own reservations against marriage just in general i don't really care about you know whether or not gay people get married because because i don't care whether or not anyone gets married or not just because like, i just don't i don't see it as a big deal i don't see marriage as a big deal so yeah woo for gay marriage i'm not against it because you got really passionate confrontational one might say what was the thing you posted the other day People would call black girls confrontational when really we're just tired of being disrespected. I was actually going to read that because that was like a dry humor joke that I just called you confrontational because I was called confrontational recently. It says, dear black girl, you're not confrontational. You're just not willing to suffer in silence anymore. Yeah, it's just really frustrating because I literally feel insecure about the way I talk to people. But at the same time, I don't really care because it's just, you know, it is what it is. Like, I feel that maybe a little bit, no, I don't think any, I'm not, I'm not going to reason because I'm not, I'm not confrontational. I'm very helpful at work. I'm not perfect. Maybe I'm not, um, like there's a guy that I work with. He compliments me a lot. Okay. Maybe I'm not giggling on his shoulder. Well, you know, what do you want me to do? I hate being called confrontational or abrasive. Yeah, me too. I actually hate being called confrontational as well. And I just think a lot of people just don't understand it don't understand like why that's such a terrible thing to call a black woman because I too have been called confrontational dry you know aggressive all of those like negative words even though if you really look at it confrontational isn't a negative word it just means confronting so like but when you're called confrontational usually when people say you're confrontational they're usually not meaning it in a good, positive way. Like, yeah, you're confrontational. It's like usually like a you're being confrontational right now. Okay. You know what I mean? Which is why it's such a terrible thing. Right. I um. Yeah, I was just gonna say agreed, and because I am like, in fact, Rebecca, does Rebecca now always say that I 
speak in metaphors and I'm not very direct. And I agree. I agree with that. I feel like I'm not confrontational at all. In fact, I tend to be very vague and I don't like tension and well, it really makes me question myself because I'm like, I'm not going to like, I don't like addressing things head on. What I call you is passive aggressive and passive aggressive is another is a, a form of being confrontational. I was actually going to. Yeah, I was so actually going to. I was going to say the exact same thing about the passive aggressive. That actually is another form of confrontational. It is. So you're, you're passive aggressive in my opinion, Sarah, because even though you, you said that you were vague, you're not very How? vague. You do. Okay. Okay. Well, getting to it. So you like to, you, okay. I'm trying to say this right. You tend to call people out, but in a sarcastic or humorous way, but your the delivery is humorous or sarcastic, but you don't even mean it to be sarcastic or humorous. You're actually being serious, but you're saying it in like a funny or like a sort of like a sly way because you don't want to come off too like abrasive. But do you re that's still confrontational because someone else can can feel that, can sense that off of you. And so because but 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 because you're not being direct they don't even address it and then you guys probably just stop being friends or stop being cool or whatever the case is and then you tend to think that it's on them and you don't even realize that you didn't just come out and say what you had to say okay but but what is confusing about that there's truth and jest so yeah i'm joking about so, it but take it seriously if you're talking about real life issues if you're talking about real life issues, I was hanging around Janetta too much. If you're talking about real life issues, then you need to just be straight up because the things that the things that you're talking about, truth and jest, you're you actually care about. So like, why are you gonna do that? Why are you gonna make a joke about it and call it truth and jest if you actually care about it? And then you're gonna get mad about it at the end of the day and be like, oh, this person did it. Like, but you weren't even upfront about it. Okay, Mary, what was your point? I mean, no, yeah, I do. I do agree with Rebecca. I do agree with everything that she's saying. It's still confrontational at the end of the day. And it's kind of like you're like assuming that the other person, that they won't catch on. And it's like, exactly. you know, they are. And, and that's where you're, that's, on. yeah, and that's where you're incorrect. Because yeah, when I, when I say things, and it doesn't matter if I'm saying it with a smile or if I'm saying it seriously or angrily, like if I'm saying it with a smile, I mean what I say. So like sometimes so, maybe it goes over some people's head and heads and I'll remind them. No, I meant what I said. So I don't so know what's confusing sort of, about that. Instead of having to remind them, instead of having to remind them, why don't you just say it directly so that you don't have to remind them because you said it in a sarcastic it, it or softens some the sort blow. of joking way. No, but see that and see that's that's your problem because you prefer to soften the blow rather than just hit them with the blow. So that's so I, so that's we're kind of because I'm not like I'm another not. topic. So we're going yeah, to like a whole other topic. Yeah, we're, yeah, we really, we really branched off. The story that I was going to tell, can you mute your mic? So what I was going to say was that I don't get called confrontational much because I tend to just not say anything about things, even things that bother me. But um, I had an experience where I was at the mall. I ordered a sandwich from the food court and I found a very long piece of blonde hair in the sandwich. I thought to myself, should I just throw it away or should I tell them? Because I was so hungry, I decided to tell them. So I walked back up. I didn't want to make a scene because I didn't want everyone else at the mall to know that I was telling them about the hair in my sandwich. So I quietly kept trying to ask Lydia to come over. And she's like, what? Just tell me. Like, she wanted me to yell it from the back. So 
I, you know, tried to point, like, can you just come? And then she came over. I quietly whispered, there's this, there's a piece of hair in my sandwich. And she immediately started, I don't know who that was. I don't know who that, okay, all right, I don't know. And she just started, like, yelling. And I was, like, kind of just standing there looking at her. And then she went in the back. She made, made like, another sandwich. The whole time she's in the back, she's trying, she's conversing with me about the hair in the sand. I just have no idea who that was. I've been here all day. I don't know who it could have been. I don't know if it was, and she's like naming people. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. Just either, just give me the sandwich so I can go. And I'm not like addressing it back to her or I'm not investing in whatever she's saying to me. Um, I was also late for an appointment because she was taking so long. So I finally said to her, while she's talking, I was like, I just have an appointment to go. And she's like, okay, it's okay. Calm down. Calm down. I have the sandwich right here. Calm down. And she like walked up and she like threw the sandwich. Up. And I just found that so interesting because she like gave me this look like, okay, like calm. And I literally said nothing to her besides there's a hair in my sandwich and she yeah. was doing all of it. So yeah, like she I invoked this like insecurity in you and that, that really sucks. Like, well, no, she Do you remember that time? an insecurity in you. She was insecure herself, hence why she got defensive. You called her out on the food. She works for the food place, obviously, so she's going to be defensive. I'm not saying it's right, but that's just what happened. She got defensive, and she took it, per- she took it personal, and that's just what happened. Okay, I hope we will do this. She invoked it. Sorry. Right. Um, can I please? I'm sorry. Can I please have that? Um that like little snippet piece of like Rebecca talking about being defensive because I actually really like that and like I want to use that for someone. I hate people do this. She invoked an insecurity in her. Yes, she did, right, Miriam? You felt insecure that she was yelling at you in front of everyone. It didn't make me feel insecure, honestly, though. It didn't. Thank you. I, I think it, she was trying. You feel insecure, I think Sarah. No, I think no, once no, again, no, 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 no. I, I oh, think yes, once again, I'm gonna because... have to take Rebecca's side on this. <laughs> Okay, because Rebecca, and I really no. tried hard not to go back to you, but you you're now making it about you. Okay, you would have felt insecure. Well, okay, maybe you're right. I'm gonna leave. I think the purpose the purpose is to is to make that person feel insecure because she felt defensive. I hate the the minting of the words. Do you remember that time we were in T-Mobile in Dover, Rebecca, and you were getting your phone fixed or whatever, and I was asking the lady like about some plan. I was like, oh, okay, so this plan is like a hundred and the other one is two hundred and I wasn't capturing the, the, the response, okay? I asked the question maybe two or three times and it was me, you, like in, in the whole entire mall and Elsa was in his stroller and she was like, Yes, it's two hundred for this and it's a hundred for that and I and I quieted down. I, I just like shut the hell up. As we were leaving, it's like did she have to yell at me? Like that was really embarrassing. So she made me feel insecure. She did that on purpose because maybe she felt defensive. So she in turn was trying to make me feel insecure. If you if yeah. you end up feeling insecure because someone else did something to you, then that means that you're not very secure in the first place. No one should be no a stranger at that. A stranger at that should never be allowed to make you feel insecure about anything. If somebody did that to me, I would just be like, well, okay, what is she going through? Well, okay, whatever, and move on. But I'm not going to walk away, like, thinking deeply, like, oh, she, she tried to make me feel insecure. Do I feel insecure? No. Like, it's what it, it is. Okay, what it is. so what and I so... said, what I said, let's get the verbiage right. Because what I said, what, I didn't say that Miriam felt insecure. What I was saying was that she was trying to invoke the insecurity on Miriam. I wasn't saying that Miriam was insecure. It was, yeah, it was the fact. So I guess we're, we're agreeing with each other, but you're doing this like, no, that's not it. And you're saying exactly what I just said. Second, I'm not, I don't feel no, like I'm passive aggressive. Because I'm not even using the words insecure. I'm not even using the you words. You use the word defensive. Me, defensive. 
okay, she felt insecure. She felt I... insecure, so she and and defensive, so she, you know, she reacted that way. And I think number two is that there. I feel like there are different definitions for passive aggression. I feel like I soften the blow. I feel like passive aggression is when someone upsets you, and then you do something totally unrelated to get them back for what they did to you that one time. And I would never do that. I think I get upset about the well, same thing. I'm consistent. Revenge. I think that's one form of passive aggression. Like that's like a that's like an you, example. Yes, you can be passive aggressive in many different ways. I really think that we should just end this now because okay, well, we're I'm not passive aggressive. Okay, right. then it's well, what are our questions? What are, what are our questions? I really want to know what the listeners think about the movie Us. What did you guys think? What theme stuck out to you? I saw How to Train Your Dragon today. What did anyone think about that? I only saw the first one, and that that movie made me cry. That's the only cartoon movie that's ever made me cry. Oh my god, this one's gonna make you cry. I think I took I Jay to see that when he yeah, was little. Yeah, I was there. I may have taken Jay to... Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good movie. Yeah, the second one was even more beautiful. And also, does the body count matter to you guys? Is that something that you're talking about with your partners? We want to know. And is your end goal marriage? Is your end goal having a family? Does getting married matter to you? Follow us on Internal Conflicts Podcast on Instagram. Where can we find you, Rebecca? My Instagram is ardentfro. Mine is. Can you just say ardentfro? (laughs) (laughs) You do this every time. I'm gonna say it how I want to say it. It makes my (laughs) every time you do it, it makes my skin crawl. So can you just say ardentfro? Okay, when you say mirror, like what is that? Is that mirror or like why couldn't it just be Miriam.estimate? Like mirror. Nobody calls you that. No one has ever called you that. My, you know my those memes? Instagram it says no mirror. one. Those memes, nobody. Colon, space. That's really funny you, because everyone mirror. calls me that. I don't know a does. single person who calls you that, but it's, it's okay. I know. Well, you, maybe you should be around me more. Well, mine is S-R-H-J-E. Mirror.estimate. And Rachel? Mine is unapal.rachel, I think, unless it's Rach. I don't know, to be honest. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I don't have my phone on me right now. Yours it's unapal.rachel. Unapal. Um, yeah, yeah, Sarah, why don't you give me a follow while we're at it? Okay, well, I guess this wraps up um, episode four of Internal Conflicts. And don't forget to answer our questions and um, DM us any topics that you want to hear. So just let us know. All right, and we'll see you next time. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria.